All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Can you see it? Did you The puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice, it only You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes beat reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in at Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hello Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. You can use promo Ding code... Ding dong! You can use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital D's, all one word, 
Convo DD. That will you 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. Does not get much better than that, folks. My name is Dave Gordrelli. I'm joined, as always, by the man who built the place, Chris Faber, cracking an energy drink right into the mic. Our technical producer is Alex Allard, high above Rogers Arena on, again, another very beautiful day that, you know, is just kind of, you, you got some clouds, but above those clouds, a lot of blue skies. Yeah, this is what I want for the backdrop. I want more sky, less head. That's what that's what we're gonna do here for this one. We're gonna it's gonna be more blue skies, less of the back of my head, no more wrinkles. My hair is looking better. You can barely see the the credit card slit in the back of my head. Hair's and growing hey, out. I don't know if you can I don't know if you can see that. Well, you can't see this, but guess what we're doing today live on the show. That's right. We said it yesterday, folks. We're doing it. Faber's got it. Look at this. The air fryer's in here. The pork rinds are ready to go. Faber has brought his air fryer into the studio. He has lined it with pork Hell rinds yeah. and some tin foil. Uh, we're going to be making. There's no Atlas Kids poll questions today, but nope. we're going to be making some uh, some pork rinds. Wow, I got to shave. Should I, should I do the whole November? Th- you November? Know, starting yeah, and tomorrow on the show today we're making pork rinds. Tomorrow you're going to shave live on air, so that's yeah? going to be okay. So bring I the people back to the YouTube channel. No to the November. Just uh, this is why it. you got to come to the YouTube port instead of the the podcast. Yeah, so you can see me shave. Yeah, okay. That's what that's. Can what I start really with want. something here? Of course. Okay, November first today, change of the month. So I I'm I'm in here working last night. I'm writing away. I read a Dakota Joshua piece. I, I highly recommend checking it out. It's on Canucks Army right now. I've put a lot of work into it. Had a good chat with uh, Dakota as well. And I come out, and my fiance is watching a Christmas movie. She's watching Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. The movie. Which one? Santa Claus. Tim Allen? Tim Allen, okay. the first one. Isn't that called The Santa Claus? Uh, maybe, yeah, The Santa Claus. She's watching that. I said November 1st, and we're already flipping to that, to to the Christmas. She wasn't wasting any time. She started by watching a uh, Halloween Christmas like co- combination movie. It was a Tim Burton Christmas yeah, or something? Yeah, I was so, just telling you about... You've, you've seen that, right? Nightmare no, I Before seen Christmas? It. You've I, never seen Nightmare Before Christmas? No, well, I guess those, I had until last week either. It's but. Those, those Tim Burton things, they creep me out. Those the, the I, characters and the Tim Burton creeps me out. Give me the creepy crawlies. I feel like I'm watching a spider crawl around on the camera. That's what I'm sure. looking at. Tim Burton looks exactly Ugh. like you think he does. The best way I could describe Tim Burton... If Google a picture of Tim Burton, everybody listen to this. If you don't know what he looks Alex, like Alex, pull it up. He lo- <laughs> Tim Burton looks like Nicholas's cages... Nicholas Cage's yep. brother, who just makes scary stuff and doesn't want to be on be on screen. That's what he looks like. He looks like Nicholas Cage. Uh, if Nicholas Cage only made uh, weird movies that scared you, I like Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage, good dude. But here's the <laughs> other thing. I told you this. My um, I haven't blown my uh, New Year's resolution yet. You know that well, November it first today. I've you only did got it today. Two months. So how'd it go today? I haven't gone to the gym yet today, but. My goal, my New Year's resolution was one month this year, in 2022, I'm going to go to the gym every single day. Don't put it to December. You're not going to do it. No, no, it no. I'm not pushing it to December, but I, I did push it to November. So I'm in November now. So after this show, this is why I'm drinking the energy drink. I After this show, I'm going down to the gym. Biceps today. Oh, boy. Yeah. So I'm going to work out. I got to get my protein in here with uh, the pork rinds, which I don't know what time we're going to do this on the show, but we'll do the pork rinds at some point here. I'll, I'll do do it during prospects report. Prospects report pork rinds. That's uh, yeah. It's not. We don't even have a poll question. Maybe anymore. Wednesdays. Yes. Wednesdays. You guys work out on the workout Wednesdays. Workout. Yeah. Well, you know, I could probably get this whole thing set up down in the gym there. I still got the Wi Fi down there. Alex jumping into the conversation there that uh, we should jump in on a Wednesday to do the workout. Okay. Let's uh let's move to the game here. Okay. Devils Lots of stuff. Canucks. Your thoughts. All right. 
Devils, Canucks. Where do you want to start? Well, let's start with the Hughes Bowl, right? Let's get it out of the way. Uh, Jack has won three of the four games. The The Devils obviously beating the Canucks in three of the four games. But, uh, you know, at the same time, Jack Hughes has scored in three of the four games against the Vancouver Canucks as well. This Devils team, baby, they're hot, okay? The Devils team, they're coming in here. They've won six of their last seven games in which they've more than doubled their opponents in score quads. 27 to 13 over those seven games, they've outscored their opponents. They beat the Avalanche. Heck, that's a tough feat in its own right on Friday, one nothing, And then they shellacked the Blue Jackets 7-1 on Sunday. Good use of the word shellacked. This, this uh, Devils team is coming in. They're no joke, man. They aren't. They aren't. The roster doesn't like no no names really blow up off here. But I tell you, what's going on with that right side of the Devils? That's where they're building their team through. Right? Dougie Hamilton, John Marino, Damon Severson. Like that, that's what this team is running through. It's a, it's a strong right side. Uh, all three guys you can trust to move the puck up ice. I think Ryan Graves is another good puck mover as mm-hmm. well. Yep. I, I'm expecting a very exciting game tonight. Like the Devils, they've scored six or more goals in two of their last three games. The Canucks are coming off of two games where they just won their first consecutive games of the season. They also had a few days off. I think tonight's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a very fun game tonight, and I hope the Canucks can can keep up in what I expect to be a boat race of goals tonight. The Devils' blue line is similar to what we talked about last year's playoffs with the Tampa Bay blue line, where you know on the Devils it's the right side, but on the Lightning it was the left side, where they had you know three really good left shot defensemen, and then they were kind of just playing with, especially the bottom two pairings, not so much the top pairing, but the bottom two pairings they were kind of playing with, you know near replacement level players on the right hand side but they just loaded up on the left side of the defense and again it goes back to that conversation that we had a lot with Harmon during that offseason about like hey maybe you don't need to just target a right-handed defenseman maybe you should just try and load up on as many good defensemen as possible and that's going to be a big theme on today's show the defense pairings yeah we got to talk defense pairings in a little bit here but a uh, couple more devil's notes Jesper Brad you know he's got 15 points yeah he's been on fire with Hughes yeah 15 points in his first nine games we haven't seen a starter yet and that's the only thing that doesn't really pop off the page when you look at the roster they got uh, Vitek Vanacek and Mackenzie Blackwood Blackwood's been good Blackwood's been good this year. He's been year. okay, I guess. He's been good. He'll be. I just uh, think tonight's going to be a really fun game to watch. Like I, I think it's going to be a blast. I mean, the building the Canucks are going to be rocking their reverse retros for the first mm-hmm. time. Uh, Quinn Hughes back in the lineup. Ethan Bear sounds like he'll be in the lineup. We'll touch on the defense pairings in just a little bit. Um, but I, I want to bring up some some stuff about the forwards first. I do want to mention Luke Shen. You know he's got three three assists in his last two games. Don't look now, folks. Luke Shen for the Norris. He's yeah two way defenseman. Luke Shen. Uh, Andre Kuzmenko uh, and Ilya Mikheyev each have four points in those two Canucks wins, two goals and two assists each uh, over those last two games. So they've been cranking up a little bit of offense. But here's what I'm interested in watching tonight. Vasily Podkolzin, he's without a point over his last five games, mm-hmm. right? Does that worry you at all? I, I don't know because the minutes have been so weird for Podkolzin lately. He played like 18 minutes a few nights ago. Then he played like seven minutes just yep. the other night. Um, he's still without a goal on the year too. No points in his last five, but without a goal up to this point. Him and Huglander are the only two forwards who have played seven or more games and are still without a goal this season. I think that's what frustrates you with Bud Colson is like the habits look good. Yeah, he looks like a better player this season. And again, I'm not saying Nils Huglander's habits are bad, but if you looked at these two players play and said, hey, guess which one of these guys has a goal this year? And the answer is neither of them. But if you had to guess which one would be the first scorer would have more goals... You'd say Pod Coles in solely based on what they do at five on five. And you know what? He was on the second power play unit yeah. uh, in practice the other day. I think he might be there uh, in this game tonight. 
Uh, I, I would hope so. I think he's a guy that you can use on that second unit. And you know what's surprising? I know I said you don't need a center on the second unit. Canucks aren't using a second uh, a center on their second unit. But Tanner Pearson, sure, look, I see it. Swear, ever since I said this, the Canucks are getting so many damn face-offs now for their second unit. They've had like five or six this season. Which I listen. I think it's. I think it's only because I said it. But Pearson's been winning those, so good for him. Uh, but Pod Colson looking like the net front guy uh, on that second power play unit. The Lions. Okay, Stud Nika. I think is how he said he he wants to he wants to hear the pronunciation mm-hmm. of it. Uh, he was talking to Batch today. I was I was eavesdropping a little bit. And I chatted with him before the game, looking excited to the game uh, tonight. He says he's hoping to make a memory about uh, putting on the jersey for the first time. I asked him if he had any fun stories about. I saw that. that. <laughs> Did not give a great answer. I guess he didn't have anything. Uh, but he's hoping that tonight's the night for that. So you're going to see uh, Miller, Horvat, Garland, Kuzmenko, Pedersen, Mikheyev. That's going to be your top six. Then Pod Colson, Amon, Joshua, Pearson, Stud Nika, and. Huglander on your fourth line there. So, I mean, forward group, you're feeling, feeling pretty good. When you, I, I just, it's something that's interesting to me is how this this forward group is shaped out, specifically the bottom six. We talked about, hey, maybe Pearson and Huglander are fourth line guys with all the depth that they've had in this uh, on this team. They're looking like fourth line guys, and Brock Besser's not even in the lineup. And he he was on the ice today late, uh, working with Trent Cull and a couple of defensemen, Jack Rathbone and Kyle Burrows, who look like those three players. Uh, Burroughs, Rathbone, and Besser. Looks like they won't be in the lineup tonight. They put in a lot of extra work today. So we'll get to the defense brings in just a minute. But I think looking at the forward group, you're feeling pretty good about it. And uh, if they're able to kind of build off the confidence that they've developed here over the last two games, I, I think a few days off also really helps. Right? The Canucks haven't played since Friday. It's Tuesday today. It's November today. The Canucks haven't played since Friday. So hopefully they can build off of that. I think it's been a lot of good vibes kind of building around this team. They had their Halloween party. They've had a couple days off, um, some easy skates. Like, it's nothing been too crazy over the last couple days. And I think that there's a little bit of confidence here. I'm, I've am i said it a few times already, but today's going to be a really fun game. I'm, I'm very excited for tonight's hockey game. I can't say I've said that in a long time with the Canucks anyways. Sure. Fair enough. Can I, can I go off the rails a little bit? Yeah, of course. And say something? Sure. I think this went a little bit under the air. Why don't you uh, start the... Uh Air fryer. While I talk about this, you'll you'll agree with me. I know you'll agree with me, but okay. I just for some reason I was thinking about this today. I gotta save the air fryer writing, for the end. Sure, I was thinking about this today when I was writing scenes for Morning Skate, and I was writing about Jack Studnika. Right, I was thinking about that trade. You know, they they get Jonathan Myrenberg, the Bruins do, and Michael DiPietro. Michael DiPietro is still playing with the Abbotsford Canucks on loan because oh. Boston has nowhere for him to play. So, look. We weren't sure how many starts DiPietro would get when he was property of the Canucks. Now he's traded away, and he's got nowhere to play. He's still going to be in Abbotsford, and you think the Canucks are going to now play Seelovs or, hell, even Delia uh, behind Mikey DiPietro? DiPietro's not getting any starts out in Abbotsford. He might maybe get a couple, but like that's a tough spot for Mikey DiPietro to be in. Again, like second-round pick, and his development's just been absolutely... Kaboshed. And again, it's not, it's not getting any better in Boston, right? Canucks letting him stay with the Abbotsford Canucks on loan. That's, you know, they're doing him a bit of a solid there. But again, you would hope Boston would have somewhere to go for him. Now, the reason I bring up that trade, Chris, is because when that trade was made, Patrick Alvin talked about how Jonathan Myrenberg wasn't five years away, or excuse me, how they liked him, but he was going to be like five years away before he was an impact player at the NHL level. Then I got thinking... Well, hang on a second. If that's the case, why are the seven and one or six and one when they made the trade Boston Bruins interested in it? Because mm. aren't they in win now mode? Who's in more win now mode, the Canucks or the Bruins? I started thinking about this and I said, 
huh. Huh. Maybe that's what separates, you know, elite teams. And I hate to say that about the Boston Bruins, but maybe that's what separates organizations that have the sustained success, you know, multiple playoff appearances over the past 10 years, all that sort of stuff. Maybe that's what separates those organizations from where the Canucks are right now. And it got me thinking about, and I said this before, the Finding Finn uh, intermission game. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. But for those that don't know, they blindfold a fan and then they put Finn, the mascot for the Canucks, on the other side of the ice, and the fan has to listen to cheering to find his way to Finn and, and find his way to get there. Now, stay with me, folks. kind of feels like that's how the Canucks have gone about the last 10 years, but it also feels like the way that this trade was made as well. Like, I understand the Canucks wanted, you know, someone ahead of Sheldon Dries, and they wanted to take a chance on a, uh, you know, on a center depth guy. I think my problem is just the... Well, he wasn't going to be ready for five years, so who needs right. him anyway? And I'm, I know that's not what Alvin meant when he said that, but the justification of he's going to be five years away. You, you know, like, you don't see the Bruins, you know, on the other hand, the Bruins might say, well, it's important to stock up, so he's five years away, and we think he's, uh, he's going to be a good player, so we acquired him. And again, like, the Bruins are trying to win right now, but they also have an eye on the future. You can do both. And especially when you're the Canucks who haven't won anything and haven't even made the playoffs. And again, it was really funny. There was a comment because uh, we ran a story on Tony Gallagher's hit on Donnie and Dolly. Shout out Donnie and Dolly. Ran a story on Tony Gallagher's hit where he talked about how the Canucks have got here, you know, what they've done wrong over the past 10 years, that sort of stuff. And there was a comment on there and I was like, this has to be, you know, either Francesco Aquilini or Jim Benning's burner account because the comment was, Sorry, did we not just make the... Weren't we just one win away from the Western Conference Final in 2020? I was like, how is that still your take? Oh, wow. Like, you're doubling, tripling down on that. I, I I, just thought that was so funny. But anyways, I know I just went off the rails. But I wanted to bring up that trade because I, I was thinking about it today. I'm like, that was the justification that, well, he's five years away. And again, like, look, I, I know the Canucks said they liked him and it wasn't, you know, I'm definitely paraphrasing when I say that was the reason they traded him and went for Studnika. I was just like... Like that's that's part of the reasoning, and you know, then you see Boston and all the success they've had, and now they're like, okay, we'll we'll take a flyer on this guy who's taking the fifth round, but is showing well at the SHL level. Yeah, and I mean, I, just to watch whatever happens here. I mean, if he gets back, to, if Meyerberg starts playing in the SHL next year, maybe he's got a little bit more value on the trade block than you know what happens if Jack Stadnika doesn't end up playing at all after Curtis Lazar comes back. What's his value at that point? I think it's. It'd be, but like, I don't know. I, I do still think it's going to end up being a nothing trade, but I, I'm with you and just the process is the worry for me still. Softball brought up a good point in the chat. Said, Funny if Bruins trade Myron were back to Vancouver in five years when the Canucks for the, oh what, God. eighth year in a row are looking for a partner for Quinn Hughes and like that Myronberg kid's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. 6'2 righty out of yeah. uh, Sweden's pretty good. But you brought up finding <laughs> Finn. Did you see my, did you see my video I posted at the, I was at the Rogers uh, announcement. The oh ma- yeah, yeah. Major announcement. Put me on full screen here, Alex. Let me let me show this I, for the people on YouTube here. I was freaked out. I'm sitting here. I'm trying to listen to this press conference, and then I get to the left. I'm scrolling around, looking through the board, and boom! I got Finn staring into my soul, not moving at all. Freaks is, me out. I got it up on TikTok too, as well. I've been TikToking a little bit. It is so weird to see Finn not moving. Like he's always moving. I, I that was the, that's the first and only time I've ever seen Finn standing still in what is not a picture. Like that's a video, and he's standing he still. Was still as could be. Tough, 
Freak, it freaked me out. I'm trying to pay attention here to the Rodgers thing. I said, geez, Louise. Also, what a nothing announcement that was. We'll quickly we'll, oh, we'll get to the defense breaks in a sec. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Rodgers extending their partnership with the Canucks for 10 years. Uh, the arena is still going to be called Rodgers Arena for 10 years. Dude, it was creepy. We can't, they like, because they're like, oh, like, we'll walk you in. Take take it behind the scenes here a little bit. The, the, yeah. the PR staff's like, hey, we're going to walk you in. Like, stay here. We're not going to the media room. We're not doing any of that. And then they're like, okay, we'll walk you around the corner. We're like coming around the corner to go at the end of the rink and then walk into the rink. And it's like a red hue. It looked like we were walking into hell. Like it was like (laughs) there was a red hue like coming out from the rink through the little like area where you walk onto the ice. It looked like we were walking into hell. So anyway, uh, at least Shorty had a couple decent jokes. Exactly. I was going to say at least Shorty was there. And also good news for our friends over at Sportsnet. Oh, of course. So we're happy to hear that, especially for the folks at 650 who, you know, weren't sure what the plan was, you know, up until the start of this season. It's my former employer. Yeah. Hey, mine too, in a way. Yeah, sort of. I just showed up and looked pretty. That was a fun time, though. Yeah. I enjoyed my time there. Yeah, it was a good little, little Saturday show. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, good what news What are they for doing them. now on Saturdays? But Raptors talk? Raptors talk cool. point 2.0. Um, my, what I wanted to say, though, is that announcement, like... Major news oh announcement. They send out the email. You All and I were, caps in bold. You and I were like freaking out a little bit. We're like, yeah. are you, I was like, are you going to be there? I was like, I better be there too. Then we start seeing what it's going to be about. And I was like, yeah, I'll just go home. I'll just make sure I'm home. And, you know, thank God I was because that was, uh, that was really funny. And I saw a tweet. Someone tweeted out uh, in true. Can I, I think it was uh, uh, Jackson, Jackson McDonald. Shout out Jackson McDonald. I got some news on him. That'll some uh, news. Yeah. He's uh he's gonna continue to host Roxy Fever and he listens to the show, but I've got something. Is that the news? Yeah. It's the same as Rogers now. Yeah. Jackson is going to continue hosting. That was, that was my joke. Roxy I didn't Fever. didn't deliver it very well, no. but in uh in true Canucks fashion, the announcement was that nothing is changing for the next ten years. Excellent. Okay, let's get to the Canucks defense pairings, what we expect to see tonight, and this is based off of what I saw at practice with Jack Rathbone and Kyle Burroughs being on the ice late to skate. Uh Stillman, who's still Boudreaux is telling us is a game-time decision. Uh, I think he's going to be on the third pairing tonight with Ethan Bear. Uh, we're going to see Hughes and Shen back together, OEL, uh, and Tyler Myers. Tyler Myers wasn't at practice today. It looked like a pretty optional skate. Pedersen wasn't there as well. Um, and I think Garland was the other player missing. So they didn't even skate in lines. Uh, these are the three pairings that I expect to see. We're going to see Hughes, Shen, OEL, Myers, Stillman, and Ethan Bear. What do you think? Jack Rathbone is one thing to take out of the lineup. I think that's... Um, I don't know. That's tough. But to me, you're like Kyle Burroughs has just been excellent. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I, I think it's more surprising to me that Burrow's is coming out of the lineup than it is Rathbone. As much as the potential is there for Rathbone, he's a young player and you want to see him play, Kyle Burrow's has been really good this season in the role that he's been asked to play, and I'm surprised he he isn't going to make it into the lineup because I don't know if Stillman showed me anything that should make him the guy ahead of Burrow, especially coming off an injury. Like, after Burrow's has been playing big minutes, playing in the top four for the last few games, I'm a little surprised here. So Stillman better have a good game today, otherwise I think it's any of these two players of Rathbone or Burrow's is going to hop right back into the lineup for them. Do you know what <coughs> I have more of a problem with, and I'm sure you could have guessed this? Jack Rathbone. What the hell? Pulled up, Alex. Free free Rathbone. Free Jack. Hashtag free Jack. I tweeted today, and then you deleted your tweet that I was quoting. Look at that. So. He's rigged behind bars, Jack Rathbone. They okay. got him. This is a picture from Rogers Arena, actually. In all seriousness, and obviously the Rathbone behind bars isn't serious. Ah, but it's tough. In all seriousness, I'm looking at this and just looking like, yeah, like, give or take two to three defensemen who can move the puck on yeah. this team. Put it behind Rathbone, me, Alex. And Rathbone is one of those guys. So, again, it just comes back to this whole, what do they have against Jack Rathbone? Like, again, you're just not giving him any chance to, you know, get comfortable at the NHL level, right? You know, give him just a little bit of runway at the NHL level to, you know, prove himself as somebody who can stick in the lineup. I don't think he's done anything egregiously wrong. People are saying, oh, well, sometimes when he tries to wheel the puck out of the zone or make a great pass, sometimes it backfires. I will take that over whatever the hell else we've seen from this defense core this season. If you can move the puck with any sort of competency, you deserve or competence. You deserve sure. to be in the Canucks lineup. I'm sorry, I don't get this. Uh, and again, it hasn't happened yet because Stillman and Hughes are both game-time decisions, but it sure looks like Jack Rathbone's going to be the odd man out there. I know you just brought up Burroughs on the left side. Give me Jack Rathbone, man. I think Rathbone and Bear could be really fun. And like a dynamic third pairing where, hey, maybe that's where you're taking advantage of, like your defense core isn't strong, right? But, But maybe looking at that third pairing, that's a spot where you maybe actually can have a little strength. Hey, they move the puck extremely well as a pairing and work together well then you're gaining something on with your defense, which I don't think a lot of people have been saying about the Vancouver Canucks for a long time. Like If if that's the pairing that's going up against other teams' third and fourth lines, I, you're feeling pretty good about that, I think. I, I'm a little surprised we aren't seeing that game one, but you know the, the Canucks seem to believe that Stillman is one of their best you know, top six defensemen, and they're going to run him out there with Bear, and, and it's interesting. That's a pairing that just, you know, they haven't been in the Canucks system for very long. They haven't been able to learn what the coaching staff exactly wants, but they're going to, sounds like, go with it tonight. I, I I wonder about Stillman. Like you said, Boudreaux still said he's a game-time decision, but um, from the, at least what we saw at practice today indicated that we are going to see Stillman and Bear uh, be a pairing. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like I'd rather see Rathbone Bear than Stillman Bear. And again, got to give him a chance. Bruce Boudreaux talked about Riley Stillman yesterday, said uh, someone I haven't had a great chance to yeah, take a look Rathbone. at. I don't know. I 
I like Jack Rathbone. I think Jack Rathbone's a good player. I think he deserves a shot uh, in this lineup with some regularity. Like, let him build some chemistry it's like with you Ethan said Bear, last too. Year. You said last year, Rathbone's one of your top six defensemen. He's one of your six best defensemen. Last year, he was. This year, I still think he is. It's just about the fit, I think. And that's what we're seeing, I think, why Stillman's going to be in the lineup. I think people, I think Boudreau maybe trusts Stillman defensively a little bit more than Rathbone. I think that's why we're here. I think that's why we're going to see Rathbone in the press box. Again. I don't think that's warranted. But again, I don't think so either. One of us coaches in the NHL, and one of us sitting yeah, here exactly. with that Nation Extreme Wrestling toque on. Uh, yeah, did you go to you go to an event? You got that or what? I can't remember where I got this. I I have a feeling it might have been Wyatt. Like he might have uh, at the negotiating table when we got him at Canucks Army. Might have uh, I might have said, "Give me that toque off your head." Gotcha. And give me rights to write most of the stanchies because that's apparently what's happening right now. Yeah, a little controversy. I'm back on stanchies tonight. Of- Wyatt's feeling sick. Get better, Wyatt. Um, well, he'll be back yeah, on stanchies Jeff, soon. Jeff's got a good point in the chat as well. Rathbone has looked good. Wouldn't you want that speed against the Devils? Yeah, that's, that, that I was what so. I pointed at. In and scenes- Jarhead yeah. said it as well. Stillman and Bear are going to get exposed tonight. Bear's rusty and Stillman's pretty meh. Yeah, you'd probably want a little bit of that. Who are you texting over there? Uh, it's it's what's uh, going on it's, here. It's about something that I, if I get it in time, I might be able to bring it up on the show. But we'll see. Anyways, you, you don't never ask me who I'm texting. You never ask me about my business. But okay, back to this comment about Rathbone against the Devils. Like when we talk about the Devils, we keep talking about the team speed, right? Yeah. Sorry, if they're attacking off the rush, I'm taking Jack Rathbone. Yeah. It, I thought he simple. had a couple of good. I uh, like. I don't know people. I don't want to say rip on his defense, but worry about his defense, I guess, is the right way to say it. I think he's a, a pretty good defender of the rush. He's, he's competent enough. He's competent enough to play in this lineup with the other strengths that he has. Can we get to the uh, the next part here? I want to bring up this. Um, Alex, you can pull up the uh, the schedule here. As we wait for that, I made a mistake. Okay. Mackenzie Blackwood has not been good. No, he's not doubles. been good. Vanacek is the one yeah. that's been pretty good. But they've been, they've been splitting starts up to this point. I know, and again, like Blackwood's actually not been horrible, but he hasn't been really good. The Devils need to get that goaltending to be really good, but, you know, there were some games where they where they got it from mm-hmm. both guys. Okay. Just um, to say that. Alex, can you get this, the calendar up here? Perfect. I want to ask you, Quads, you're the goalie guy. We can't play the goalie segment song, can we? We're in trouble. No, we no, get in no. trouble on YouTube no. now? Yeah, we're not bothering. Go. Damn, okay. Well, um, I wanted to ask about... Spencer Martin starts this month. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I don't think he's going to be getting the majority of starts, but uh, I put him in yellow squares here. The back-to-backs, the Canucks have three back-to-backs this month. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of games where it's just a day in between, day in between. Where do you pick out the starts for Spencer Martin this month uh, in November? I, I'll, let, I'll pass it to you. You're the goalie guy. Okay. You know, I'll tell you which days Jonathan LeCaramacchi's playing, but uh, I'll let you handle the goalie stuff here. Sure. So um, talk us through because lots of games, like I said, days in between, and this is maybe going to be a little bit better for YouTube. So try and make this good for the audio folks as well. Cause I know you always, you and your video, you're obsessed, but try and uh, let me know how many Spencer Martin starts we see this month. Yeah. Okay. So you've highlighted the back to backs in yellow. Let's go over those Ottawa, Montreal on November 8th and 9th are the first two that you look at. You give that start, the Ottawa start to Thatcher Demko Keeping in mind that, obviously, Thatcher Demko is getting the Tuesday night, tonight, start against New Jersey Devils. Spencer Martin's probably getting Thursday, uh, or excuse me, Demko's also getting Thursday and Saturday. You give him Tuesday, you put Martin in for the back-to-back on Wednesday. Again, Martin's a guy who, I've talked to him about it before, 
playing in the ECHL, playing in the AHL last year with the Abbotsford Canucks, he's used to not having starts uh, for long stretches of time, but you don't want to make that stretch too long. So with that in mind, you give him that start against Montreal, you do not hesitate to give him the second start in the second back-to-back of the month on November 12th and 13th against the Boston Bruins on the 13th. You do not hesitate to give Spencer Martin that start. Now, I'm going to take this a second further, Chris, because the Canucks, after their, that game, have a game in Buffalo on the 15th. Thatcher Demko's getting that start. On the 18th, when the Canucks return home, I'm saying that should be a Spencer Martin start. Mm. Or you give that to Thatcher Demko and you give the 21st, the Monday, to... Spencer Martin. It doesn't just have to be back-to-backs, and I don't think the Canucks should be doing that with the backup goalie that they have. I think Spencer Martin's been nothing but fantastic in all of the games he's played for the Canucks. I think he proved in that win over Pittsburgh that he's far from a liability when he's in net. Now, that Spencer Martin at his best and Thatcher Demko at his best are two very different things, and I don't think we've seen Thatcher Demko at his best yet. But again, you play your backup. You want Demko to stay healthy. You want to give, you know, you want to show Martin that you're confident in him as well. You need two goalies in the modern NHL, okay? You just have to have two goalies who can play, who you can trust. I don't think Spencer Martin has done anything to make the Canucks not trust him. I think Spencer Martin deserves a start on either the 18th or the 21st. 23rd, you play Colorado, and then they have two days off uh, before the 26th, 27th, which is another back-to-back. You give Thatcher Demko the start on the 26th. Uh, Spencer Martin picks up the 27th. This is a busy month for Spencer Martin, if you ask me. And so again, four games, you think? I think it's four games. I think it's going to be 18th or 21st. This is what I would do. I don't know if that's what the Canucks will do. 18th or 21st, okay. Spencer Martin should be getting one of those starts. Um, again, that is three games in, what is that, five nights? Yeah, three games in six nights. So, you, you know, you got one day off in between. I understand there's back-to-backs. You got to give Spencer Martin one of those starts, I think. I think that's probably correct. I, I think I, for sure you're, he's going to get three. You don't think he's going to, because of his strong further. play on Friday, yeah. you don't think he maybe gets Thursday's game against the, the Ducks, which is a pretty poor team? I'm going to say no, only because that's the Canucks why I th- that's, are coming That's where off. I can see it being five starts this Sure. Month. I'm going to say that doesn't happen, though, because the Canucks are coming off of... Uh, by or three days rest. Sure, but if you come out of a come out of this Jersey game with a six to three loss, you know Demko gives up six. You might be able to see Spencer Martin. Sure, I'm just saying. Like I, I think Anaheim is is a potential option there. I, sure, I mean, I it's hard to disagree with you, but I do disagree with you. I don't think he's going to get that start. Like okay. I, you're, if I, you're I asking me what I would do, my idea is that unless Demko is almost lights out against the Devils, I think Spencer Martin might get that start on Thursday. Very it's at possible. Home. You have a Saturday game coming up, few days off for for Demko to really kind of lock it in with Ian Clark there. Yep, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Thursday, and I, I think they see, should I wouldn't be surprised to see five starts. Five starts, wow, yeah. yeah. I think they should. I think if I were calling the shots, it would be five starts that's, for Martin. You got 14 games in the month. Five starts for Martin, nine starts for Demko. That feels about right. Yeah. Right? I could see it. So you're wrong. I'm right. Goalies. Well, we'll see. We'll see who's right. Uh, quickly, wanted to get this in before your prospect support or whatever's next. Um, Spencer Martin Prospects. had a good chat with him yesterday mm-hmm. uh, just about that start in Pittsburgh. I'm working on something. I've got way too many things on the burner right now. It's hard to find time to write everything. But uh, Spencer Martin was in attendance. A 10-year-old Spencer Martin mm. was in attendance for Sidney Crosby's second game of his career 
Uh, he told me that he drove down from Ontario with his family yep. uh, to Buffalo, and he remembers the border being super backed up because people were driving down to watch Sidney Crosby play. And, you know, Martin was like, yeah, Lemieux was there too. And I was like, holy cow, that was, you know, Martin's only, what, three years older than me? Four years older than me? But 27, I 28? I, yeah. I was like, wow, I I don't have memory of that. It was oh, just, is he 26? Yeah, he's 26. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. That's my little thing. Spencer Martin. Was You're going City four Crosby starts. I'm going game. five. Sure. This month. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gee, I want to. I just want to do the show for for four hours today, and not go, have to go to the gym. Not a great start to the month. Um, all right. Prospects report. I just want to get into Jonathan Lecaire Mackey a little bit. I um I mentioned it yesterday that I wanted to dive into it a little bit more. Um, and, and chat about a prospect instead of just giving updates because it was like, you know, uh, I think Yanni Yermo had a game today. He didn't do much. Uh, Philip Johansson had a game today. I didn't see the final period, but he wasn't up to much in the first 40 minutes. And I put together a little graphic here of all the shots uh, from Jonathan LeCarrie Mackey so far this season in Alspenskin play. I've just, I've really liked LeCarrie Mackey over the past like three games of watching him. He's looking just way more engaged. Uh, in what he's bringing offensively right now, specifically at five on five, a spot where I thought, you know, it just wasn't there for him very early in the season. Uh, it wasn't there for him at the summer world juniors. I think he was disappointing in what we saw uh, when you watched him play at that tournament. I think he's a player who wanted to impress quite a bit. I think he's going to be much better uh, in December at this upcoming world juniors, but it something feels like it's just turned the corner with the play, like specifically at even strength is what I'm talking about. He is getting in the four check. He's being able to generate not only shots for himself, but also being able to set up uh, his player, his, his, his line mates for just so many more good quality scoring chances. And I think that's been impressive so far. I, I was worried like early on in the season about LeCarrie Mackey because it looked like he was more of a passenger. Uh, it looked like he wasn't the player who could go out and make things happen on his own. But he's at that point now. I think he's playing a lot better uh, and actually just having a high effort level, which is all you really want to see because you know that this kid has the skill. Like I, I don't, I, I don't doubt that he's going to be in the NHL in a couple years. I, I just want to see him be able to be an impact player when he is at the NHL level. Uh, and to him, it, it's got to be that effort level coming through. And I think we're seeing that right now, which is good. He was dominant on Saturday, posting eighty percent Corsi quads. You there? Eighty percent Corsi while having an eighty-eight percent expected goals for percentage in that game. Very much spending a lot of time in the offensive zone. And we're looking at the shot chart right here on YouTube. Uh, you're seeing a lot of the shots come down from in tight on the right side below the circles. That's where you like to see him get a lot of those shots off. A lot of those are coming from breaks. He, he's getting, like, he does get a lot uh, of two on ones, three on twos, uh, or even, you know, semi breakaways kind of on his own where he's one on one with the defender and just able to beat him because the speed is really starting to impress me quite a bit. It just, like, early on in the World Juniors, you didn't see him have these bursts that he's having right now in Alsvenskin where you you look and it's like he takes off at certain times. When he does have the puck, he just absolutely explodes with it through the neutral zone uh, and gets into the offensive zone with a ton of pace and is able to just, like, beat defenders in the Alsvenskin right now with just the speed on its own. He hasn't really finished as much this year. I think he's only got one goal in Alsvenskin play, but... Uh, we're going to see him in one week from now actually start to play in the Four Nations tournament, which is going to be exciting to watch because that's a spot where he is going to dominate against the 20-year-olds. This is a preparation tournament for the World Junior Championships. Uh, and I just I think LeCarrie Mack is going to be better at that tournament, and that's going to set him up to kind of just roll into the World Juniors and be a much more impactful player. I expect him to be in the top uh, six. I expect him to probably be on the top power play unit. 
Uh, and I, I just hope that they don't look at what he did at the Summer World Juniors and just kind of not give him the opportunity. But I don't really think that's what's going to happen um, for LeCarrie Mackey, who is by far the Canucks' best prospect. Uh, and we'll just have to see how he kind of shows, I guess, moving up into the World Juniors and then getting to that point of the World Juniors of being effective. So uh, exciting times for him. I've, I've just I've liked his game a lot more over the last little bit here. Um, so I'm excited to see how things move forward. Like I said, Philip Johansson. Uh, as well as, uh, who was it, Yanni Yermo in action. Didn't really see much of those two players um, do anything really today. Is it pork rind time? I think it is. Okay, well, the air fryer's got to warm up, so I'm going to fire it up here. Anybody in chat? Fire up in the chat. You go ahead. Oh, wow. Do you see what Alex has on the screen? I'll I'll tell you because you're busy, but Alex has the instructional video of how to make pork rinds. From Atlas Goods, we'll just give them a shout out. We don't have a poll question today, but our friends over at Atlas Goods use promo code. I, I don't have any. I didn't grab any seasoning. That's okay. We're use, just gonna do it straight. They're, they're fine, just okay. like that. Use promo code CC15 to get fifteen percent off your first order at locally owned and operated Atlas Goods. AtlasGDS.com. Check them out. Same day shipping if you order before. Maybe I can three p.m. Maybe I can get the back camera going. And pull it down here. No, that's that's not a good idea. Well, I'm pulling it down now. Too, okay. bad, too late. Well, he's doing it, folks. Faber's got the back cam going down. Um, do you have anything that you want to talk about as we wait for the pork rinds to cook? I know you got the camera going, but for the podcast listeners, is there anything, I guess, pressing? Kind of, you know, just something that you really wanted to get off your chest? Kind of like how I did with hey, the Myronberg thing. No, the Dakota Joshua article uh, I really liked here. As you can see, the pork rinds are about to get going there. Um, I guess I'll put that back. The The Dakota Joshua article that I wrote today I thought was uh, was pretty interesting. Seeing some of the stats that, like, Dakota Joshua is one of the leading, well, he is the leading creator of high danger chances uh, right now on the Vancouver Canucks at 5-on-5. Five five. Like, like, I didn't, like, I just think he is getting to the net and seeing the shot chart that Dakota Joshua is putting up right now is pretty damn impressive with how close all of his shots end up just coming from from the, from the net, like uh, he's a guy who, when I talked to him, mentioned that that's where he gets a lot of his offense from. It's just getting down from below the circles and then getting in there and just putting the puck in the back of the net or at least setting up um, one of his teammates. And it was kind of cool talking with him about what the perfect shift is like. And that's how I started the whole article. I, I highly recommend checking out Canucks Army. I was pretty proud of the work uh, that I put together. So uh, he, he mentioned it of just like going out, getting physical, forcing a turnover, finding a teammate. Uh, and then scoring a goal, having a celebration, and, and talked about building the chemistry a little bit with Neil Simon, who, who those two players I think have played pretty good together. So it's been a nice find for the Canucks to have Neil Simon there. Uh, and what's going on with all these bots in here in the in the chat? Oh, here? I see they're getting kicked the, out. All the, the good time. the is, good part of the chat, Knucklehead jumped in and say, "Hey, this is the Betway rind up. Okay. Get it? Instead of wrap up." It. Speaking of which, should we get? Do you want me to do the Betway wrap up today? Because I've got something good. I got something oh, I, good. I got a bet. I got a bet. Uh, I got a bet prepared. Okay, go ahead. Give us the betway wrap up. Here it is. Look at this. I got. Well, the video's up on uh, CanucksArmy.com. Oh, Canucks Twitter? Army Twitter. Excuse me. So I think, like I said, I said it early on in the show. I think it's going to be an exciting game with over six point five goals in this. I, I think this is pretty easy. I think you can get this at betway, 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 betway right now for plus two twenty uh, at over six point five goals. So that's what I would be looking at if you just want a simple one. But I picked, like, Devils to win over 6.5. You get a goal from Jack Hughes. You get a goal from Bo Horvat at plus 1,700. That's good odds. Or even just to get a Jack Hughes goal. Like I said earlier in the show, he scored three times in his last four games. There it is. Time to add the food. 
Um, so that one at 750 if you think the Canucks are going to win. Those are my bets. My uh, Betway bet. Please bet responsibly. Must be 19 years of age or older. Betway, 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 Betway. Matthew Berardi, name you can trust. I'm getting these in here. Okay. Matthew Berardi jumped in the chat. I'll give my answer first since you're about to do pork grind stuff. He said, out of the forwards, who would you scratch if Lazar was healthy? Do you think it's Dakota Joshua? Like, again, and let's answer the question. Well, I know it's not for you. Let's answer the question of what we think the Canucks will do and also what we would do. Out of the forwards that are healthy, when uh, Curtis Lazar returns, who comes out? Oh, Jack Stadnika for sure. Jack Stadnika for For sure, sure. but you haven't seen him play yet. Sure, you're right. So give him a chance. Okay, geez. Right now. Okay, well, let's say there's no Stadnika in the picture. Okay. okay. Let's say Sheldon Dries is here. Well, Sheldon Dries is obviously the guy. Let's say, in this hypothetical, that Stadnika comes out, performs really well. He's not coming out of the lineup. You can't pick Stadnika. Who are you taking out? Because that's the easy answer. It would be interesting to see. Yeah. Further, Brock Besser's coming back, too. Yeah, so there, there is going to be two bodies. It'll there's be interesting be to see what happens out. with Niels Amon. I mean, I think he's kind of cemented himself in the lineup a little bit now, uh, especially as a guy who looks like he's playing third-line center, right? Like, for, for the time being, at least. And I don't think that's going to change even when Brock Besser comes back. Curtis Lazar probably moves into that spot, and probably Niels Amon moves down to the fourth line. But, yeah, I think it's Studnik, and I don't think it's too too different from that. Okay. I don't. I, I just don't think... And then maybe Joshua's the next one, but Studnik is the first name to come out. Then when Besser comes back, yeah, I think things can get interesting. I think it'll be Huglander, probably. Huglander. I personally think Joshua. So. Joshua was rotating in and out with Besser. Yeah, today. he might be one that's out, right? out of there too, right? Like it yeah. might when Lazar and Besser come back, it might end up being something on the third line of like Pod Coles and Lazar Besser. Also, I had it wrong, folks. You decided to preheat the air fryer, which you don't have to do. You don't need to preheat your air fryer. I always preheat the air fryer. There's no no point. We could have had pork rinds ten minutes ago. No, they they got a minute twenty left here. I know because they cook fast, but you just put them in. I thought you know people were wondering. Well, you guys said it, it's you know done quick. It's not done. It's because you preheat. You don't preheat the air fryer. I always preheat the air fryer. You really don't have to. You should do it. You don't have to. Well, that's what mine says. You press the thing, and then it says add food. And then I open it up, and I put it. Look, look, Alex got it right here. Preheat your air fryer. (laughs) Mine, mine, you don't need to preheat. I got a great one from uh, Lisa. Lisa Martin. Shout out, Lisa. That's right. Lisa got you an air fryer. Yeah, she got me the air fryer, and you don't need to preheat mine. All right, well, these these things look pretty done here. Okay, perfect. Okay, I'm going to open it up. I'm going to shut her down. Yeah. I, we didn't even need seasoning here. Look no, at these. we didn't. Are you going to... So people saw them yeah, before. Show the, show the camera. They there saw them before. Alex, Alex, get out of there. Alex, get <laughs> out of the YouTube. Come on now. I got fresh ones here. Look, they, they were just a minute ago. They were yeah. these little pellets. Those are beauty. Okay, I want one now. Oh. Yeah, give me one. Give me that big fluffy one. Yeah, that's yeah. a big fluffer. Is it hot? Normally, well, not super hot. Not like too hot to touch. Ooh, it's pretty hot. Well, that's what you got to do. Is there fresh right out of there? It's popping in my hand. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's beautiful. Yeah, and that's all I can see here on my on my other screen, too. Alex has got that. You're so good. Full time. Fantastic. All I can see is pork rinds. And you know what? There's no topping on them either here. Yeah. Jeff King jumped in the chat said, I haven't had lunch yet. Getting hungry talking about these things. I want all right. Big, that's the thing. You go and you grab the big ones right off the top. I know. They're so good. I, okay, the bacon flavor ones. I'll be honest. Bacon flavor is my favorite. Like, these are the original. They're fine. These they're are good. Original. But bacon flavor can't go wrong. All I'm right. going to put a little topping on them after here, too. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. For my co-host, Chris Faber, we're eating lunch. 
Courtesy of our friends. Yeah, I'm hungry. Goods. I got to get a little protein in me before I go to the gym. Courtesy of Chris Faber, our technical producer, Alex Allard. My name is David Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks Conversation. Pork runs! Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. Delivered by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.